Okay. How you feeling? How you feeling today, Desmond? Uh, I mean, Mike, come on. You know, you you have to. What if someone like you know they hit their head? They have a, an iPhone in their hand, and the first thing that they listen to is a podcast that the person was subscribed to, which is the uh, uh, through through the island, the through the island podcast. Yep, you nailed it. That yeah, that was great. You know, we're really clearly we we have as good a chemistry as literally all the forward lines of the Islanders right now. Yeah, uh, it's it's. Sometimes... <laughs> We've got me and you. We've got like an Anders Lee, uh, Matt Barzell thing going on. Where like uh, I'm, I'm a little slow, but like I, I try to put in the work. And you're, you're, you're zipping around and like not every. Uh, not I'm everything. flying the zone. Not everything. Yeah, there, there's not always a strategy. Sometimes I'm just doing it. You know, not not every pass is going to connect, but that it comes with the territory. So, so today's today's podcast is going to be a little bit. Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. It's I guess it's going to be a little crazy. We we watched two two Islanders games since the last podcast. Uh, they lost both games in overtime to the Flyers, and then um, they got a bunch of games postponed because of the COVID situation. And uh, let's... well, you've already lied. You've already lied to the audience. I mean, you know, we watched both. No, sir, I watched one of the games. I watched the first game. Uh, the Sunday game, I was watching uh, WWE Royal Rumble, which I might I might be able to share some thoughts later during this pod. Um, so yeah. um, I've never know, heard of it. You've watched both games. I did. I'll explain, I watched I'll explain the entire concept of wrestling. If and I could. watched one, but yes. Okay, so yes. Uh, so so let's get into the Islanders Flyers uh, two games that we both watched. Uh, you also both watched. You also watched both games. Yeah. Um, In spirit. So, the Islanders looked pretty good for most of both games, kind of. Well, so, as far as the first game, um, which I saw because I didn't see the second game because I was watching WWE Royal Rumble on the WWE Network for nine ninety nine, um, I... I mean that that first period was grim. So you said most of the game, and you're right. Yes, most of the game they looked good, but for the first period, that was some really low feeling. I mean, they looked so bad in the first period of that first game that it was like, all right, I, I'm gonna have to you know start looking at elite prospects to see like what the what the top five you know draft like. There was a vibe of that, like, oh, I better familiarize myself with uh what what uh you know what bob mckenzie or, or whoever is saying about the scouting um of the next draft because but but you know like i can't imagine i can't imagine how horrible uh the the morale was in the first intermission like with how bad everybody knew they were playing and how fucking pissed barry trotz probably was that probably was an insane first intermission because they looked incredible. The rest of the, the second and third period, they looked like the bubble Islanders. Yep. It was, they were forcing so many uh, icings because like you just could not generate a, a good breakout period against them. Um, and, uh, and, and, and the Islanders four check was, was strong. They just couldn't, 
win. They couldn't finish, um, which is kind of the story of the season. But uh, so far, or one of the stories. But I, but the, the like the second and third period, they looked fucking. They looked really good. And and the thing it made me think about, like I, I guess because you know they literally did loot. They well, they lost in overtime, but they didn't get two points out of the game. No. And it just makes me think about like hockey especially like in general hockey is a game of bounces over the course of a fucking season and, and you think about little little you know things here and there and uh it feels like a lot of the the first two years of barry trotz has been the you know whenever there'd be tense moments with the islanders things would break right they pull out the w or a uh, historical pandemic would hit as they're in the middle of a seven game losing streak and uh and i hey hey i call that a w that's a mad you know it's been mad it hasn't been magic for you know everybody you know like four hundred thousand plus i think at this point in in america but i mean you know strictly if you only view the islanders success um it it worked out decently yeah it was a good thing Uh, yeah it was a good thing (laughs) but but in general like you know the islanders had two good seasons and it's like as Islander fans, we've seen mostly bad seasons, but the good seasons have a lot of things like the good seasons. We remember like, oh, the fun little moments along the way that that added up to that, you know, playoff clinch or uh, the the little bounces that went just wrong that made you miss the playoffs by one point. And then a year later, you missed playoffs again and your uh, franchise center leaves for nothing. Um, you know, shit happens basically in a um but but it feels like you know that i thought you know i remember thinking the islands are going to pull out the the w there they'd get two points and you'd start feeling good about how the balances were going to break this season and uh that first game just did not feel uh did not it just it it just uh, kind of reaffirmed a lot of the bad inclinations so far yeah uh hockey is a game of bounces and it, it's it's true to every other fan base, honestly, aside from I guess the Vegas Golden Knights, so far that uh, you're gonna you've lived a lifetime as a hockey fan of good and bad bounces, and um, it it comes with the territory of being a hockey fan, and so far it's been bad bounces, and it can define a season. They can push through it. They looked really good. I think that it's kind of a bummer that the Buffalo games got postponed because. Buffalo is uh, kind of a bunch of guys and Taylor Hall and Jack Eichel and Rasmus Dahlin, you know? So I, I, I felt good about those games, especially given their situation. They've got the Penguins, the Rangers and the Penguins next. We'll, we'll get into that later, but uh, overall I'm like really encouraged with the way that they played and the overtimes were what they were bad penalty in the uh you didn't you weren't watching apparently uh bad yeah, i was penalty. watching royal rumble uh on the wwe network for 9.99 right uh so bad penalty in that overtime of that second game um led to a kevin hayes goal and they're oh oh and two uh just like we predicted after four games well, you predicted four and zero. Oh, I predicted two and two, which oh. technically, if they were to win the next two, no. I would have been right. Desmond, we both said they were going to go zero oh, zero oh, and two after I mean, the it's next four games. 
it's on record it's in the R- rss feed whatever that means yeah it means it's 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 recorded in stereo um and then another letter that start another word that starts with s yeah which you know i'm not positive what what it is so anyway uh so the devils gave the sabers covid and now here we are <laughs> It's yeah. true. It's true. The devils. The devils gave Ralph Kruger COVID, and now he is an old man with COVID, and that's not good. Yeah, I mean, I laugh, um, but you know, it's actually when I think about it, it's actually horrible um, because of the disease, right? And the uh, death, yeah. Uh, yeah, and the death that it's, surrounds it. Yeah, I mean, it really speaks to like a what the hell are we doing here type fucking fucking thing. Like it's like okay the the whole concept of this shit is that it's like entertainment and it's distraction and it's like oh wait no this is horrible this is bad (laughs) like this is a horrendous thing i don't feel like good that these people are doing this i i forget about it immediately once the puck drops which is bad i know but i'm i'm definitely all the other sports are going to do it it's not like the nhl is not going to do it it's like as a society, it, it was bound to happen that, that sports would be the first thing to come back. So, whatever. It's at, at least hockey's back, even if it is a bad thing, technically. But, I, I mean, it's just... Like, okay, so so the NWHL was not able... We were going to talk about the NWHL. It, yeah. was supposed to be, it was supposed to be the finals this, uh, this, this weekend. And uh, or I think the semifinals would have been tonight. And the finals would have been tomorrow. We're recording yeah. on Thursday. I think I think it was supposed to be like Thursday, Friday, or Friday, Saturday. Sure. And instead, they couldn't because. And then you find out that apparently their bubble wasn't a bubble. It was a restricted access zone or something. Yeah. <sighs> and and it's just uh, on one hand, like here's the th- it, it to me it's it's one of those things where it's like. How could you not do a bubble? But it's also like the the NHL players uh, hated the bubble. Like like players hate the bubble. Yeah, and 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 it makes sense to fucking hate the bubble because if anything for them it reaffirms like what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> like what what are we doing here? Especially like, yeah yeah and and the idea that we would go to a bubble for a regular season they can talk themselves into like okay I have been playing hockey my entire life because i was told one day i'd get to compete to win this trophy that i really want to win that is my life's meaning and in order to do that this year i only get x amount of chances i have to enter this bubble that's fine but to do it uh to do it for a regular season feels um it's i mean in general and i i wonder how much uh, this isn't unknowable but like um like how much do they maybe play different or, or do the players feel differently about what these games are where it's like when you're finishing a season that has been that has so much like equity like emotionally and mentally and physically put into it as a season that is halted like 80 about 80 percent through it compared to something like a season that starting hasn't, fresh that, that's starting fresh like and especially because they've changed like and because with this season to, to accommodate it again there's like so many co- accommodations where like you accommodate something so much that how much is this the same thing like and by that i'm referring to like 
okay, you have a, you have a, a shortened season, but not only is it shortened, you only play the same seven teams, six teams yeah. in, in the case of uh, the Canadian division, like the whole season. And, and it's just, which, and, and, and then gear up. Cause you got two months of playoffs. And, and, and on some level, I feel like, you know, roster wise, like, okay, if, if the Senate, obviously the senators are rebuilding, but if the senators knew that they were going to have to play McDavid and Dreisaitl as many times as they were going to this year, they probably would have gotten a, a backup in addition to Matt Murray or kept Craig Andrews. Like they, they wouldn't have had the goaltending they've come in with and the defense they've come in with. I think they would have added more pieces as to not be so embarrassed the way they are, like on a on a nightly basis. Yeah, I, I think um, it, the like so much of the season is just. It meaningless, this, meaningless hockey games. The the like to me the bubble was way more legitimate. I, I remember having a little bit of my like skepticism about like and honestly part of why I, I had a bit of skepticism about the bubble was like I was afraid that that like Bobrovsky was going to go beast mode and just like shut out the Islanders, but thankfully uh, he's cooked. He stinks. He's stinky. Um, you know, I, but, um, like when I look back, it is, you know, it's like more legitimate The the, the, most of the, the teams that were like actual playoff seated one and the ones that did it were ones that had pretty significant franchise ills, like the Penguins and the Oilers, you know, like, yeah. like they, if, if you're bad, if you're a bad enough five C that you lose three straight games to, uh, a team team in your division it's bad it, it, that, that's on you you lose three straight games to a team that uh lost every game they played against the red wings i believe is that it, I, I'm, get, I'm getting i'm getting mixed up a little bit what i'm saying is the penguins lost to the canadians who lost uh four or more games to the red wings last wow, year. wow rough it's not good uh all right so, the Islanders will eventually play these games against the Sabres. Who knows when? Um, and a bunch of other games got canceled. The Wild have COVID. The Avalanche had to cancel their game tonight. Some other team has COVID as well. There's another postponed game. Uh, the de I mean, the Devil situation is, is seriously... I, I mean, I guess before we, we just pivot out, I just have to say, like... Okay, as you said, Ralph Kruger. Like, Ralph Kruger's a fucking old man like it's fucking serious and and like it because like the thing that i i i you know my mind goes to worst case scenario and it's like okay we're now we're getting to into the place where like who has legal liability on ralph kruger's like livelihood you know like and, and health if if shit for him takes a turn for the worse like legitimately like because it seems like it's inex like I don't, I mean, it, it is, it's morally inexcusable. I'm, I'm curious how you have standards that exist, how, how you, how you either have standards that exist that allow for this to happen or like how you're able to rationalize to yourself that this is still a good idea. Yeah. It's, it's a thing where I think that this can happen 
this season can go on and be played relatively safely, but the players and the teams have to be honest with themselves. Teams have to be honest when someone has COVID or has been exposed to someone who may have had COVID and can't shrug it off. Because that legitimately seems like what happened with the Devils. It seems like someone was kind of like, yeah, it'll be fine. And then a bunch of guys played, and then all of a sudden, they were like, oh, maybe we should kind of push back on this. And and all of a sudden, a bunch of players are put into protocol, and the Sabres are like, what? What is going on? And so that that's all it takes. It all, all it takes is one team to get an elderly man sick, and, you know, God forbid. But yeah, yeah it, it's crazy. They, they, they just have to be honest and, and cautious. They have to, like, all you have to do is just be a little bit cautious. If a game gets canceled because of it, then fine. It, that's better than a game getting canceled because you infected another team. I, I also think that, like, to me, I it, the two most likely outcomes... Uh, or, or, or the, the two most likely things at play here that like I deduce that, that ultimately lead to the same answer, whether it's one or the other, is that like, okay, either you you can do everything right and 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 ev- and everybody's being honest, but this still happens anyway, or you just you can't trust people like it, people are too untrustworthy to leave it up to chance in, in either direction though. It, it comes back to like, are we, why are we doing this? Like it, it almost seems too dangerous to do like to do with everything that could be risked. Yeah. I, I, I understand that. Um, but they're playing. I'm going to watch. It is what it is. I'm watching right now. No, I, I agree. I'm just saying it's like, no, I know, I know. Shit, shit like this is just it, it. It it brings it all, it brings it all to mind. I don't know. It's um, and it's hard because and it's like you know on on some level it, again it's like a you know distractions become reminders kind of things where it's like when it when it falls I I, I expect to watch the game and then it falls out of place and then I remember like I'm I'm annoyed at that that my plans were changed. And then I remember why my plans are changed. Like, yeah. and then I remember like it keeps becoming a larger picture and it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like everything else, it makes me feel like, are we looking too much at the distractions to ever actually fix the thing we're trying to be distracted from? Yep. Yep. That's uh well put. Let's pivot here. Uh, I want to tell you why I was late to start recording the podcast and why I pushed it back a half hour. Okay. I had to, get into character get into this mindset i had to watch an episode of the sopranos before we talked about the tony d'angelo situation (laughs) i i I had to i had there's 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 a laundry list of reasons why i had to watch this episode of the sopranos but i had to watch an episode of the sopranos because we need to talk about tony d'angelo we need to talk about anthony d'angelo So, so Desmond, Tony D'Angelo has played his last game for the New York Rangers. He got into a fight with uh, Georgiev, they're one of one of the two Russian goalies that they've got, and it was the last straw for the organization because 
uh, he he's uh, a distraction, I guess. Um, he's uh, he he's a little too he's a little too fired up, a little too often. Says says some pretty questionable things, does some pretty questionable things, and now he's he's out. Uh, and he's been put on waivers. He cleared waivers. No one picked him up. And I believe that the Rangers are actively trying to trade him. Uh, the belief is that they're willing to take on a bad contract or slash end eat some of his salary, his four point eight mil a year for the next two years. And so, uh, what what do you think about all this? Um, you know, geez, thoughts and prayers, um, honestly. But um, it, it's to me, it it uh, it speaks to. I mean, I'm I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad he's he's out of work. I'm glad that he is uh, not getting to do something that he wants to do. I fucking hate him. Uh, I think he's a complete piece of shit. Um, I think it's very funny that this happened to him. Um, I love that. Like, if if nothing else is a positive this season as an Islander fan, Matt Barzell crossing up Tony D'Angelo, sniping. Uh, on Shesterkin led like led to D'Angelo being uh, healthy scratched, which then like uh, led to him getting further into the doghouse because he got scratched. Like that 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 one play set into motion this. So as an Islander fan, we can we can really rejoice at that. Um, so it's nice that like on an Islanders specific level there's that but i i think it's uh it is i bet you like four years ago five years ago he would have gotten picked up in an instant i don't know if he would have been waived um either um i don't know if he would have been healthy scratch uh four or five years ago um but it I, I, so th- there's there's that part of it um and uh, you know, there's uh, there are a lot of NHL players who who are MAGA people, but Tony D'Angelo is a MAGA person that happens to be an NHL player. Yeah, so that's that's always been the the thing that is like perplexed me about Tony D'Angelo the most is listen, there are tons of un- unfortunately. It is what it is. Tons of these guys are MAGA guys. Tons of these dudes, like a good handful of them are QAnon, QAnon dudes, 100%. I feel like they, they they get into that rabbit hole as they retire, usually. That's more of a uh, an older older guy vet thing. Brendan Witt's, Brendan Witt's Twitter is rough. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. So, but, but these guys are kind of like, yes, they're... They're Trump guys, but they it, it comes second to them being hockey players, where I, I legitimately think that Tony D'Angelo <laughs> I, I think that his play suffered this year because he was so upset about the election fraud situation. I think that it is on his mind so much <laughs> that it that it literally affected him being like he is for all intents and purposes a good puck moving defenseman. He got Norris votes last year. I mean, whether whether the you know, and it was just because he put up points. Not he is he has problems defensively, but 
he had he had a bad start to the year. He got healthy scratched. Supposedly that set that didn't sit well with him. He didn't want to be healthy scratched. And whatever whatever uh, internally happened, he he complained. He acted out. Whatever. And then he's playing again, and because of a turnover by his goalie that led to a goal in overtime, he got into he, he said something to him. They got into a fist fight, and the organization was like, "That's enough." What a fucking idiot. I love it, man. I love it's, it. It's crazy, man. It's just and it's one of these things too where like your goalie just your goalie just turned the puck over and let up a bad goal. He probably feels awful. Your your season is is going off the rails and and like just let it be and like maybe maybe say like hey don't worry you you'll get him next time. Something along those lines. But but this guy like Got I I guess you know things happen in the heat of the moment you get pissed off but like to to your own goalie and then you go to a fist fight with him it's it's kind of crazy. I mean I, I mean also like D'Angelo uh, gave Crosby a shit ton of room and was and was screening like uh, yeah Georgiev so he he was in that like no like that literal it's it's the no man situation for goalie and defenseman where like the defenseman. Unless they block it, the goalie has like no no feel for the release of the puck because like literally did not see it come off of anything. So we're at this point where I think a team is going to trade for him, especially considering that the Rangers are going to are going to either retain salary or take on a bad contract. Supposedly Anaheim, L.A. I think there's a Canadian team in there, uh, and maybe like uh, maybe a Midwestern team that I'm forgetting uh, are all rumored to be in on D'Angelo kicking tires on D'Angelo. You know, you know what a lot of that sounds like to me? What a lot of that sounds like pervert teams. <laughs> you 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 want to get into the pervert game of the week? So yeah, I, I mean, did you did you watch any pervert games in the last? week and are there any pervert games that you're going to be watching in the near future so i didn't watch any games last night the the cl- and you know what this this also ties into something else i wanted to talk about uh this was line a's debut in columbus uh, the the closest thing i've watched to a pervert game this week was uh dallas and columbus and it was uh patrick line a's debut they wore their in my opinion, beautiful retro reverse jerseys, reverse retro, whatever you want to call it. That red, really nice. Uh, Line A looks sick. He looks like a weasel, but in like a very cool way. I absolutely love it. Um, and the game was so bad and so boring, and the the Blue Jackets were getting absolutely killed. Line A was, you know, adjusting to playing on a new team. He he was fine. They invisible more more than anything and i i was watching it and in my opinion the line a debut the reverse retro that was enough to turn that yeah yeah it was enough to turn it from a pervert game to like oh this is on i'll I'll check this out and then it went off the rails real quick yeah the perversion won out there really hard i guess there were games that i caught this past week like to so um the the uh, Hurricanes Blackhawks game I watched was just, and it was it was overtime and shootout. But but I will say that that both uh, well, not the hurricane the Hurricanes are off to a good start. But like I just don't, 
especially since the Islanders don't have to play them, I don't really care at all about the hurricane. I'm not thinking about the Hurricanes much right now. You know, you know um, me and the Hurricanes. I do not. I don't care for the Hurricanes. But but I mean, even not caring for them, like you know, it is something. Like to me, like I I, I find some of their shtick to be a bit annoying, but like. You know, since the Islanders aren't playing them this year, um, unless they both met in the Final Four, which is not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm not going to have to think about them at all. So, like, uh, and and the Blackhawks are just a, a meaningless team. Like, they they really just have to gut it at this point. They, it, it's like a franchise that clearly needs to let go. Um, Taves is sitting out the season because he doesn't feel up to it. Like. He mentally doesn't feel up to it. Okay. Which, you know, respect to him for being able to acknowledge that and actually act on it and say, you know, because a lot of these guys would just be like, all right, you know, time to time to nut up, for lack of a better word, lack of a better term, and, and just play, even if I feel like I want, you know, whatever he's feeling, despair, whatever. Maybe it's because of the roster. Maybe it's because of outlier, you know, different different factors. I do think they need to let go, and it's it's hard to move. You can't really move those contracts. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Patrick Kane is goes somewhere else. I know everyone loves the uh, Buffalo connection, but would be great. It it would be a great place for him to go. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, and in terms of any, like, I I really just been watching the Islanders and the Avalanche because it's been every night that they've been on. It's been kind of the same night, and I've been able to kind of watch two games in a row. And then, you know, I'll 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 try and catch most Canadian if I see like a good Canadian division game on, which is just about any game that doesn't involve the Senators or the Canucks. And even then, the Senators have got those nice jerseys, so it's like enough for me to be like, let me see what's going on here. Well, um, wow, there there's a lot of pervert games on the schedule coming up. Just so you know, what do we got? Um, there's a lot of sharks, ducks. Yeah, you can pay um, me. Blackhawks, stars, uh, nope. hurricanes, uh, uh, blue jackets. No, nope. <laughs> the, the, these are matchups that the NHL wanted you to see. It's the a lot it, of that that like COVID division. The 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 guys that got COVID first. Your uh, hurricanes and was it okay? The, yeah, it, the stars and. The, the Florida teams. The Florida teams are honorary COVID teams because of where they play. Um, that COVID division is mostly pretty unwatchable. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, a, yeah, individ- it's, a, it's a perverted division, really. Individual players withstanding and the Lightning, of course, and uh, the Stars are like absolutely killing it. Joe Pavelski's on on pace for like three hundred goals this season. I could not give a shit. I aside from seeing some like nice uh, uh, retro reverse John Klingberg uh, like uh, toe oh, I drags. I thought you're going a different route because I, no. I the their full retro reverse all white setup they've got is mint, and they've got the like Laser Kingdom uh, black. Have, yeah. I haven't seen their Degeneration X uh, jerseys yet. Those are cool, as are the uh, you know the reverse retro. Um, so that that's like enough for me to be able to yeah, tune into this. But yeah, at, the roster like completely leaves me like it must be what other people feel about the Islanders. Honestly, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we have we still have it. Yeah, how funny would it be if the Islanders just don't even 
rock the retro jerseys this year. Wow. I mean, like that that would be that would make all of it worthwhile. That that would be cool. That that would that would immediately shoot them up to having the best reverse retro jersey. Uh it was it was so underwhelming they decided not to wear it. I think that that gets them to having one of the best ones. Yeah, no. If they just, you know, literally just mocked up a jersey and and also mass produced it to meet the league's like demands with their sponsors, <laughs> but then just like completely flouted, just wear like just didn't wear it, just like <laughs> dared the NHL to cancel a game like on them for not wearing the jersey. That would that would like then I'm like super cool with it because then it's like Lou didn't want to do anything at all. Period. Um, I mean they do have that third jersey which I do like and I had a Josh Bailey one of. Um, you met Josh Bailey. Uh, you you guys exchanged words outside of a Chipotle or what was it? No, it was uh, it wasn't a Chipotle. It was uh, outside this natural foods uh, store in Garden City on Seventh Street next to this burger place I used to deliver for. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, anyway, anyway. No, no for sure. Uh, that, that third jersey I really actually like a lot. And, uh, and, and, and uh, yeah, I, I like it a lot, I, and I hope they wear it just because yeah. if, this, if this year continues to be, I mean, if we want to just do a little last, you know, last minute aisles touch-ups, the... the 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 advanced statistics like of the worst like uh five on five lines and the the I identity yeah, the identity that. line being the number three or four i think yeah the third worst i mean that makes it's the identity line and the islanders identity <laughs> identity is fucking in the in the shitter right now um telling it's telling te- it's telling um so it's uh you know if i i guess play the fucking kids like like my my thing is, I like how Bellows has looked. Um, Wallstrom has has been a little bit just kind of, wouldn't say floating because that implies that he's not trying. But I, but uh, he just hasn't been as noticeable. Whereas I feel like Bellows is noticeable beyond his shot. Whereas I feel like Wallstrom, his shot is so good, and that is his whole game. That like figuring out all the other parts, he is you know trying to level up on. But but let the fucking kids play, you know. Like I think um... he 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 only played one game so far, uh, Wallstrom. So I, I cut him a little bit of slack, and he looked he looked okay. Um, Bellows has looked sick, honestly. I think that, like I said, it's it's like a Bouvillier situation where he's he's doing everything but scoring, and it'll it'll come to him. Timoshov played. Not saying Timoshov's a kid, but he's a new face. Uh, Timoshov played last game, and he like was you know fine and Barry Trotz didn't play him like the whole third period cuz he shortened the bench um but whatever uh i i don't think they're at the point where it's like you got to play the kids no matter what i think they're still they're they're very very much still in this thing it's so so fresh still the start of the season and it's fresh but but it's like now they're what like 10 games in or or like they're more than 10 games in because you know, they, they were at the equivalent of, of of 10 games in over an 82 game season before now they're they're nine games in they're three know. four and two okay so you know well they're three four and two 
let's kind of look ahead here to two games against the Penguins, one against the Rangers. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, before, before I just want to wait. So, so to, to close something with Line A, um, when what when is uh, Pierre Luc Dubois play? Is it PLD or is it? Um... Is it POD? <laughs> Is that was that your big surprise you had for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I, I had it synced up. I, I kept listening to make sure, like, what's the right second for it. <laughs> Uh, when, uh, when is Pierre? When is Pierre Luc Dubois? When is Pierre? When is when is uh, Pod uh, playing in in Winnipeg? Yeah, uh, Desmond. I don't know if you know this, but because of the COVID situation, Pod is Pod is not going to be playing any shows anytime soon. <laughs> uh, oh, you meant you meant okay. You were just doing the joke again. Uh, yeah, P, yeah. Pld. Uh, I have no idea. I know that. He'll play at some point eventually. Maybe tonight. Well, yeah, I I don't know, but but oh. uh, I don't know. I just kind of brought that up so that I could do the POD because you could do the I joke. Thought okay. PLD. I thought about PLD and I thought about POD. So yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So between that and the Sopranos gag, it was pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's been a pretty good podcast. So let's look ahead to. Uh, the Penguins, they're 3-4-2, and two, so they've got to play the Penguins, the Rangers, and the Penguins again before we do our next pod. I believe the it's like uh, Saturday, Monday, and then it's like Saturday, Monday, Thursday or some shit like that. Yes, it's Saturday, Monday, Thursday. So I imagine we'll probably record the next pod this time. You know, well, not this time because they'll be playing. Um we'll be recording it after the Islanders Penguins game next Thursday. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. They're going to go three and O baby. What do you, what, what say you? Gonna, uh, this is probably going to be surprising coming from me, but I, I'm just going to say they three and O they, because they need to go three and O because go. they needed to go two and O in those last, in, in those two Sabres games. And like, just because they played two less games than they would have at this point, doesn't change the fact that they need they need to catch up like having game like if you're playing well having games in hand don't matter yeah but when you're when you look like shit the way the islanders have like you you they need to chop like it's the opposite it's the opposite of like i feel like every islander season i've ever well not ever so so the, the when we talk about good seasons yeah. There's two types of good Islander seasons. There's ones where they just start out flying, uh, like that 01, 02 season. But most of them have been, uh, and I think 14, 15 was like a little bit hit or miss in the first month or so. Ended up being a great season, but yeah. uh, the goaltending took about like 10 games or so to, to really sort itself out. Um, and, and most of most of the seasons have been a, a variety of they start out so so or bad, but then catch themselves. Yeah. And with with how much later you know, with how much shorter this season is, they need to catch themselves now. Like they need to make up for this this batch now. And and really, 
um, with the amount of practice time they've had because they haven't yeah. had any COVID, like any, any people added to their COVID lists. Like they literally got to get a mini training camp out of out of this week because uh, they last played on Sunday, right? So they've been back on Long Island since like probably late Sunday, early Monday. Yeah. Um, probably probably within hours of me watching the WWE Royal Rumble, uh, which was won by Edge um, on Sunday um, on the WWE Network for nine ninety nine. I don't know who that is. I've never heard of it. Um, and Bianca Belair won the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, you just f- and uh, Roman Reigns retained versus Kevin Owens. You just froze. Spoilers. For- Sorry, spoilers. You just froze for some of that, but I think it's perfect for me to leave. Because- yeah. Just leave it in, because you know at this point it doesn't really matter. But uh, um, so we're both we're, we're both saying three and zero, which is um, rare. It's it's it is rare. It might be like the only time we do this the entire season. Well, I I, I think because it if anything we might end up staying on the same page because to me you're there because you 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 tend to lean optimistic, but to me it's that if they don't go three and zero, it it. I'm not gonna say it's over, no. but but okay, three and zero. Anything less than than two zero and one feels bad. Two and yes. one is like okay, but not really. Honestly, like two and one, one. Yeah, we not we, really. Yeah, one and two, and we're we're on elite prospects, kind of checking out what's going on. When when you think about how how like you you kind of needed them to get that second point in that first. Uh, Flyers game because from what what I what I saw in the highlights is that you know that that second Flyers game was pretty good but they left Sorokin out to dry a couple of times and he fucking bailed them out he's still a little bit wonky on his angles a bit on, on on screen shots but he's they're not playing their best hockey in front of him no no the I mean you know it, it took them. It took them a while to score a goal for Sorokin. Yeah. I, and you know they scored three, which was nice, but uh, that was a nightmare. Just watching, wa- wa- watching like he because he made some insane saves in that Flyers game. Honestly, like 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 I said, I I think that with a with a goalie like Sorokin, with raw talent, you're able to sculpt. You're able to sculpt like raw talent. It's much easier, especially when you have good good goaltending coaching, to sculpt that that role that raw talent. Yeah. As opposed to trying to make uh, make more than what there is or maximize a, a a limited ceiling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I, I guess you know, in, in thoughts about what I'd like to see, I'd like to see the kids, and I'd like to see Sorok. I I, I want to see those wins. But I also would love to see Sorokin in there, and I would like to see uh, uh, Brock and Josh uh, to really, really pick yeah. up. Um, yeah, I he, mean, he, it's the that's the difficult thing about all of this is that the proof of concept of the Islanders, um, at least like I guess the Lou Lamorello Barry Trotz proof of concept, like at the end of each season proved more valid uh than than its its detractors by the end yeah. of the um whereas this season it, it almost feels like two years worth of law of averages are just like 
hitting very hard and and um and that's part of why you i think you you want to see those young legs in there because i think i mean uh on 31 thoughts they talk about this and this is for championship teams the islanders have not won a championship so it should matter this concept should matter even more to um teams that have won championships is that it helps to shake up a, a room uh to bring someone that wasn't there last yeah. time you left that room before and the islanders haven't had that. they haven't had that because sorokin was even in their bubble yeah. so like so they have they don't have any new people like no. n- new skill in in i mean i guess there's some new young guys but that's it's a it's a little bit different it's definitely different yeah yeah um yeah i'm i'm hoping for a little bit of the same i'm hoping for one sorokin game a, a sorokin win hopefully i kind of got a feeling that if he's gonna play it's gonna be in the second penguins game but even then if if varlamov i feel like varlamov starts the peg that penguins game and the rangers game and if he wins both of those i have a feeling that barry trotz is just gonna roll with him until he loses but we'll see you know yeah i mean i i, I think i think because of where the Islanders are in the season now, I agree with you. Yeah. Because But ideally, also he probably wants to get Sorokin that first win too, you know? I I agree, and also they need to get the team better. Like they need to work out there's clearly just a, a, a discomfort between those two. Like like between Sorokin and his D men, they they're just uh thankfully it hasn't come to uh to blows in the locker room where, where uh, you the know, tunnel, his... the, the tunnel didn't even get to the locker room <laughs> in the tunnel where, <laughs> where, uh, you know, one of his teammates calls him a commie and, uh, <laughs> um, but fucking moron, but, but, uh, you know, it's uh, getting stroke in his first win, especially because I, I, I just don't, I, I'm not, I'm not down on him at all. I, I like what I've seen of yeah, him. Yeah, me either. Yeah. I, 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 I like what I've seen of him, and especially because I know goaltending, like, I I don't know what Hashik could do with this fucking team right now. Like, a team that, like, can't make a fucking pass, doesn't have any established lines. Like, at this point now, every line has been shuffled. Um, yeah. Yeah, you and, got Josh Bailey on that first line, which is kind of yeah. cool. He he looks he looked good. He's looked good, and and that's what I called for. You know, Barry, th- uh, you know, friend of the pod, Barry Trotz clearly was listening because he also gave Zarnik and Timishov a shot. He took he took the kids out of the lineup. I wanted to line up with the kids in there and Timishov and Zarnik, but uh, yeah, yeah, but but he he bumped Josh to that first line. He 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 understands. He got that. points. That 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 jersey is devaluing, and he he want he wants to make sure that you don't lose out on your entire investment. And I believe he got he got an assist and a goal, or or, or an, a a goal and two assists in in the time since getting moved up. So that's uh, that's really good for for you know the return on investment for that jersey. Yeah, yeah. Josh Bailey's stock is rising. It's not a it's it's hopefully it's not a game stop situation uh yeah i don't know how the stock market works that's a whole nother pod desmond that's a whole nother pod so yeah like i said you know he's that, that's a goal and assist more than he'd had if feel like in most of the season thus far so yeah. um that's good brock's got to wake up but but you know let's 
look, I want to see the kids play. Um, uh, it, to me, especially, like, I, I want them to win, and I, and I want to see the kids play. I think those two things are interrelated, especially because if they if they were to miss the playoffs this year, they're not going to do a full rebuild. They're going to do a retool. Yeah. So, like, for, for that retool to even be a plausible retool, you need Bellows and Wallstrom to be really onboarded. And, and, and this is implying that in my eyes, Dobson is pretty, you know, he has his moments, but where he's, he, he looks a little bit rough in his own end, but he's good, man. And, yeah. and, and, and he, he's, he's been there. What is it fair to say he's been their best defenseman? Yeah. He's, he's looked. Yeah. Or Pollock or Pollock. Well, I was going to say Pollock. Uh, Pelix, you know, up and down, it, like, uh, the man, the man, it feels like the man is made of glass, but oh, he's, Pel- Pelic? Yeah. yeah, but he's, he's still, he's, you know, he, he, he's just gotten a couple scares, nothing insane, but all right. So, so we're both looking at three and oh, we both want to see kind of the same thing. Um, this is a first for the through the Island pod. We have a guest, a uh, great hockey mind. Peter judge is here to speak with us about the uh olympic uh, uh roster projections just kidding uh he, oh, I'm not. he is here to speak with us about whether or not we think the islanders will be able to win a stanley cup in the next three years and uh the three of us have 30 seconds to give our reasoning as to why uh and we're all going to do it at the same time go so I think that the Islanders so I, will I win the Stanley Cup. The roster the is three no years. I think uh, that uh, look because at the, of what they did the, in the bubble, um, they showed look at just contracts uh, that are coming up. Like you're gonna have to give up. Uh, they showed that they've, they've, they've got that would be huge because they don't necessarily have to sign a lot. You're gonna have to sign that. There's some pretty good contracts that they will players hitting free agency in the next couple years. This year, Kyle Palmieri, I think, systems are really important. I think if you want to go to Benz,